0: Well, here we are. We got uh, gentleman wears uh, many hats. He's wearing a different one this year, much different actually. We got Brett Lee here. Now he's the owner, Walton Kawasaki 17. Brett, uh, thanks for having a little chat with us, buddy. Well, I uh, I don't mind. I I love it. and It's
1: kind of cool to hear you say owner of a race team.
0: Is that the dream? I thought media mm-hmm. mogul was the dream. Oh, was...
1: uh, I'm a man of many dreams, right? <laughs> uh, no, I mean. I... I would say this has been a something I've wanted to do for a long time, and it's been a itch I felt really wanted to scratch. So, and I and like we said at the beginning of the year, we feel like we're a very important part of obviously amateur motocross, and this is a natural way to sort of play it forward. And I mean that went into some of the selection we got of the guys, and
0: so I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Now you take uh, it's, this doesn't always happen for someone in their you know a first time kind of, you kind of a template from a team kind of moves over from the Huber Motors comes over to Walton. That had to have helped, I guess. I mean, oh, yeah. there were guys you brought guys over and stuff like that. Talk about that. Is it the transition to, to you being the boss? Yeah. I mean, that, some of it's a different thing, but
1: what happened, I mean, mostly was Kawasaki's been working with us for a number of years, doing our amateur or like learn to ride our kickstart program, working in our kids camps. And so they played off a lot of models that you see across the country, whether it's that go for Dunes with their program. So they want to kind of grow that into what happens here a little bit. And so, yeah, it became a natural thing to bring the team here. I will say it's been an unbelievable learning curve, very steep and uh, you know, we've had to move pretty quick here. I think all the stuff we do in the past doesn't really play into the race team, but being able to sort of, you know, react under a little bit of pressure (laughs) has helped (laughs) us, right? So uh, we're moving pretty quick and uh, there's uh, some stressful times, but I'm really looking forward to going racing. Like I just try and keep reminding myself of what that's going to feel like to see that rig at Edmonton.
0: Okay, now now back it up here, it would have been pretty easy to say, okay, we've got, uh, we've got two guys, we've got Tanner Ward, we've got uh, Jeremy Mackay, but then you went uh, south of the border and Justin Bogle's name gets tossed around, obviously that's a kind of a big deal kind of thing. How does that happen? Why does that happen? And, and what happened? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's again, it's a bunch of different factors
1: that came into that. That wasn't like just a quick decision, one of the things we were under when we changed we had a major change in sponsorship. We, I mean, we obviously were with Kawasaki, but then we changed it. And we were kind of late getting to the party, and riders become hard to find. And, and also, if you're going to compete, you have to bring riders to the table that you think can win championships. And um, so, I mean, that kind of led us down a path of looking for different guys, and we weren't sure where we were going to land with guys. And honestly, the whole deal kind of came together super quick with tanner uh jeremy and and justin right they're like they all sort of just landed on our lap at the right time uh the right deals were presented they changed a little bit from the last time we had talked with, especially with bogle and uh he's a brand name that showed that we're pretty serious about going racing and, and he he's a guy who really likes the kawasaki pro circuit platform, so it was something he's really interested in.
0: Ok, well let me ask you, um, obviously the news is out there now, of course, uh, you're going to put, uh, Tanner Ward's going to be the 250 guy, 450's going to be Jeremy, which I think that is good. Now, these yeah. guys are bad, you know what I mean, Now they're, they're, they're the guys. Tell us maybe a little bit about uh, Justin's injury and what does that mean for him coming in? What, what, what's that going to mean? Well, and, I mean obviously it was bad
1: enough that he's been off the bike now for six weeks, and so any time a pro is off the bike for six weeks. It puts him a little bit behind. It's going to be a few more weeks to get ready to get back into the series. So that, I mean, the main thing for us is we had a commitment to Kawasaki that we'd show up at the first round with a rider who can compete in both classes. So we had to honor that commitment. Tanner had listened to that uh, uh, sort of, a, he was open to this this winter. We had talked about it because when he got injured, I mean, everything was on the table for him. He would also loved riding that Kawasaki last year. He showed he could really go fast he mm-hmm. he said fastest lap times last year. And uh, so he was open to it, but I mean, again, Tanner was in the same position as us. We were just all kind of like, I don't want to use the word scrambling, but we were kind of the last ones to get everything <laughs> locked down, right? I mean, from sponsors to, uh, to everything. So, um, I mean, that's how Tanner had. Tanner had just ended up with Justin getting hurt. We knew we had to have a guy. Tanner was right there. Um, you, you probably, you can't find a faster, better uh, replacement than Tanner for Justin and uh so that's what we all agreed and we went for it
0: and i think he can win okay well that that's okay so that's we've made the decision on the 250 450 guys now but well, what happens when justin is uh feeling ready to race is he coming what, what how does that work well i mean
1: this gives him the window to make sure he comes back when he's ready he's, he's got a commitment with world supercross so he's gotta i think uh look at how that all fits into this and so when he's ready He's going to let us know that he's ready. So he's not
0: committed to the, like he's not, he has to be here by round two or he's- No,
1: no, he's, there's not a like a set date he has to return by. I mean, what as long mean? as we have right now, a strong 250 and 450 gotcha. That's a, that's our plan. Those are the guys we're going to get behind right now. When Justin's ready to come back, he can come back when uh, he's healthy. I don't want to drop him into uh, a series or a race where he's in a dangerous position, right? I want him to come back. I think he's a super talented guy. I, I don't know him as well as I know the other two. I mean, it's one of the things I, I, I really know my guys right now really well. And i get a real good personal relationship with them, which, which I love. And uh, I don't want to bring someone into this that, you know, feels they have to prove something to me or anything like that. I want them to come in when they're, they're ready, they're confident, they're fit, and they're, they're prepared to race.
0: But this hasn't changed. Like, so it's not, uh, he's under contract to come up here with you guys. So this doesn't change. Like, he, he could maybe, what if it's like, uh, well, maybe I'm not going to come up.
1: That'll be a conversation, oh, okay. I guess, right? I mean,
0: if, if he's
1: like never gets to that point where he's confident or, or comfortable uh, to race, I mean, we're, we're gonna stay in contact with him. And again, I don't wanna see him do anything that puts him in a bad, bad spot. We're gonna make sure uh, we, uh, he comes back and races when he's ready to race. And if, if that means, and that may mean he says, hey, I wanna, we may play it out a different way. Maybe we have a guy in, in, in play for the 450 class, right? And, uh, Jeremy's doing really well, and he needs another guy out there at the last round. Maybe if Vogel shows up at the last round on a 450.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. Or. Vice. Or, or. Absolutely. I could way. Yeah. I got you. I'm okay. just saying, there's.
1: I'm not putting pressure on him. Uh, Chad's not putting any pressure on them to make any kind of crazy decisions, and. Um, I just want to see him get healthy. I mean, I think that guy's got lots of racing left in his career, so. Uh, yeah, getting healthy is the key to making your career last a little longer
0: first sure. Okay, now, and, okay, again, we said switch hatch, track owner, race promoter, media guy last year, kind of thing. Whatever. Um, what, what's the biggest surprise you've had to being a team owner? Is there something you're like, oh boy, didn't see that coming? Yeah, I mean, I
1: think uh, just the cost to uh, going racing is like one of those things that you it always surprises you. Any business that you jump into, you never know all the costs that you actually get into it. And uh, so there's a lot of cost that goes into running a race team like this, giving guys a, an elite program uh, takes a lot of work. I mean, I've basically been dedicated to this. I thought I'd be sort of like dabbling in and, having, and doing that, but I mean, we've been dedicated to it. Chad's completely dedicated. He's all in, the mechanics are all in. So um, I think it's that sort of time and resources. It's, it's an amazing amount of time and resources. I gotta admit, like, I. I between Chad and the guys that were here, and Jaden, those guys brought a lot of experience. Jaden right, Brown course, brought a lot of experience sure. over. I also, as much as it may seem crazy, it's, I lean on Derek Schuster, Kevin Tyler a lot. Uh, those guys give me feedback so I can just sort of like confirm what I'm thinking, right? Like it's sort of this sort of third party, and we do it like with our racetracks too, right? Like uh, the Yeah, two, I guess you guys share a lot. too. three <laughs> of us are pretty open sure. books on how we run our racetracks, <laughs> and I'm not saying we're doing that with the race teams as much, right? Because we're going to compete and that's part of what we want to do i want to beat those guys and they want to beat me but as, as much as we can help each other we're helping each other and so you have their resources in steve Simpson and other guys gave me a lot of great advice um and you
0: add in what chad and Jane brought to it so kind of brings me up to speed pretty quick nice now i said you're a new team owner i should i should it's not your first time owning a team you own a hockey team yeah,
1: yeah, the Sentineers,
0: yeah, the mighty Sentineers. That's a funny story how that happened.
1: Yeah, if anyone goes on uh, Instagram, just follow the Sentineers. Sentineers is a lot of fun, and uh, I, some of my very best friends came from running that team. So um, I'm pretty excited. Actually, John Steffler, who's part of that team, he's part of the Tanner Steffler Foundation. Yep. They're actually supporting the team. And then uh, uh, two of the guys, three of the guys are going to fly to Calgary and be at Calgary National. They want to come and see it and support the you team. Remastered? Uh, Green Bastard is not allowed to come. <laughs> but Go follow him on Instagram. Yeah, follow him on Instagram. You'll learn all about that. But yeah, so, I mean, if, if that's the template of running a team uh, for both Mel and I, like, I mean, Mel's involved in that, just, just like she's involved in this. Like, that's the one thing, I mean, I've never said it, but I mean.
0: Mel's the glue. We know it. She's back there.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Nope. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm kidding. She keeps me on my toes. But, I mean, we are, we are partners, and so every decision is shared and you know the highs and lows are shared. So, anyways, uh, she does that with the centenaires too. So there's a lot of good, good, good stuff that comes from doing teams.
0: Awesome. Okay, well, uh, I mean, okay, we have got you here. We just had photo day here. I kind of crashed the party, and we're doing this, so it's kind of fun. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me up yeah. here or allowing me to kind of get get in the way and yeah, uh, yeah. But okay, so now while we've got you here, let's talk about uh, obviously the other big thing is the Transcan. So that's uh, yeah. qualifiers are starting. Uh, anything new going on this year? At uh, what can you tell us about Transcan and how's that all going? So Transcan. Um, not
1: a ton new, I mean, we tell everyone, our focus when you come to Transcan is we're gonna give an elite race experience. I feel like amateurs get a very elite race experience here at Transcan, so that's the best track conditions, the best referees, the best, the best on-track experience we can give those uh, riders, so that if you travel from anywhere in the country, you're gonna get an absolute fair playing field to compete for a national title. So uh, we're very committed to that, that's a big part of it. But we did do some things that I think are gonna to add to the overall experience. And we found that like our after hours is such a big part of Transcan. Camp. You're camping <laughs> for a week. So we added that giant swimming pool is a new thing that's here. So people can go swimming. Did we check the pH level on that thing? No, we're not doing that. And we've, uh, <laughs> we've fixed up the store and, and we're gonna try and really build some of those like after-hour experiences. But our, our focus and our, like the number one is creating an even playing field that anyone in the country can show up and, and uh, compete for a national title.
0: Nice. All right. Well, uh, I, unless there's anything else we need to talk about on the team, I think we've covered everything. We have got your riders, talked about the Bogle situation, uh, Transcan. Man, nothing left to do but go racing. Your guys, you guys, uh, guys going to do any gate drops? Is Tanner going to do any any gate drops before that? Uh, I don't think Tanner will do uh, any. He's, I mean, I, as much as
1: uh, it scared us, the idea of like training uh, late in the season. Man, I think it's been the best. You did a video with him, and he talked to Colton Audi a lot. Uh, he's been talking to Dylan Wright. He's good buddies with him, and he's in the same situation. And I don't think I've ever seen Tanner sort of in a better mind space, and as hungry as he is, right? Like right now, he is, he's like every minute counts to him, right? Every second counts to him. He's on us to make sure those bikes are ready when he's ready to go, and uh, that excites me a lot. And uh, Jeremy rode last weekend, and uh, they're two different personalities, right? Like Jeremy's, like as long as he's having fun, he's got that sort of flow going. He's younger, right? So uh, he did a TBR race last weekend. We had a hoot, had a great time, and he was super fast. And uh, we got out of there with a couple good starts and healthy and all good. So we're like, I think we're we're ready to go to Edmonton.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, hey, uh, this is Maggie. 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 Yeah. Maggie, new dog Maggie. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for this. Uh, you probably sh- we should have set aside a bit more time for this because your guys don't know all the sponsors yet, but I know you sure as heck do probably. So, uh, thanks for having the chat with us. Good luck with your racing season. Hope this all goes well for you. And uh, you can always move into our basement at home if you need to if things go aside, you know. Well, I've been eyeing up the band. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all right, well, no, thanks. Congratulations on the new team. It's a whole new endeavor. It's kind of fun. It's going to be cool to watch you uh, watch how it goes and everything. Your riders and
1: yeah. And, and you want to thank, man. I'm excited. I am, I think we're all like in that sort of quasi. We're ready to see that race go through the laneway. We're ready to see this thing uh, get off and off and going. And and uh, yeah, going back to sponsors, like I mean, there's lots of them. But I mean, without Kawasaki and without them getting behind us the way they got behind us for this race team, I mean, literally, we it's it's put uh, bikes underneath those guys. It's it's put a couple jobs in place for some people and gave me an opportunity to do something super cool, and uh, I, I just could not be more grateful to those guys at uh, Kawasaki. I know Jacob will watch this and he'll want me to hit all the All the, uh, sort of the, slogans oh, the buzzwords, words, yeah. The, the buzzwords. buzzwords words, yeah. And yeah. I'll get Remember the, you said to all those I mean, I mean, say, let the, let the good times roll. The brand that builds champions, right? <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> uh, But uh, we joke, but man, uh, without the trust, right? Like, we're brand new. Like, we're not brand new, but we are brand new. So uh, they put a lot of faith in us, and oh, I'm hoping we sit, we're sitting here in a few months, and it's it's all paid off.
0: All right, way. Well, hey, thanks for your time. Good luck, Brett Lee, Walton Kawasaki, seven team. Watch for them out there at the races.